Three, two, one, action. Welcome back to Reel It In, your reality television podcast where we have been recapping season 36 of The Challenge. You're back with your Troika, Audrey, Shauna. Hi. Hey. And we're, and we're back recapping episode three of The Challenge. I think we should just start talking about kind of Natalie's choice in the end and Natalie's um, what we about this. choice. <laughs> Natalie's choice. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have said it like that because we were already talking about this last week. But I think that, okay, I'm just going to get right into it. I think Natalie made a good choice choosing West. I think it's kind um, of what we predicted. I we think, predicted that she would choose West. That's the smartest move. 100%. I think, that, I think that Wes is right. The pros do outweigh the cons. He said it exactly the way I would have said it too. Being with Wes puts a bit of a target on her back, but also gives her probably the greatest opportunity to make it to a final. I also and- think uh, choosing Wes, like you don't want him against you this early in the game. So I think she definitely did make the right decision. Yeah, she wouldn't want exactly. him as an enemy after mm-hmm. not choosing him. Mm-hmm. Also, CT considered now a rogue agent. Love that name. Yeah, rogue. <laughs> I thought of you when it's I heard a, the it's name. It's a good way to describe it. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I do say that word a lot, actually. <laughs> I so thought I that really too. Did resonate with me, but when I did see him crawling back to Cam. I thought it was a smart thing to do. He knows he's out of that alliance now, so he's going to want to come back and be a part of it. And somehow he has to go up to the Queen Bee, which is Cam. Um, one thing that I wrote down is after uh, TJ announced that CT was the quote-unquote rogue agent, that Jay, <laughs> our favorite player in the game, said, my brain is melting and luckily my hat is here to keep it all together. And I think that's the only thing I quoted from the whole episode because I just thought it was so funny. <laughs> Jay, you know, he's not wrong. He is always in a hat. He rocks a beanie. <laughs> yeah, he also kind of needs a hat because when he takes it off, his hair is, doesn't really, it doesn't do much yeah. for me, I have to say. <laughs> The hat completes the hotness for him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He needs the hat. Without it, he looks like kind of like a Krusty the Clown vibe. (laughs) No offense. That is so opposite. (laughs) What's that mean? No, it was kind of on point, honestly. He needs, someone needs to tell him. Yeah, sorry. Oh, Jay, yeah, no, Jay, please don't listen to this. We know, please know that we still love you. Um, and then Cam and Nicole bring Nani in and they're discussing whether Nani would want to trade. And immediately she's like, yeah, I need someone that's more in the game. I thought Kyle's pretty in the game. Yeah, I, I thought Nani they had a good in- thing going. Yeah, I didn't. I thought that Nani and Kyle were friends. Like, I didn't realize that immediately she was the one that would want to switch. Like, there's so many who have worse car- partners, I feel, than Kyle. Like, yeah, Kyle's not amazing, but I don't know why she, like, just immediately was like, I made the wrong choice. Like, you know... Amber M should have said that. I mean, Nelson's Scuba Nelly. She's Scuba, scuba Nelly. How could she give scuba that up? Nelly. I was actually thinking when I when I heard him say Scuba Nelly, I was like, are we going to be naming our podcast a different version of his nickname every week? We yes. have to. We have to. <laughs> yes, he gives us no choice. Doing, yeah. It's the best content of the show so far. So. <laughs> scuba Nelly doesn't disappoint. Nicole also said she has no intention of leaving Devin, and I kind of loved that. I feel like they have a lot of trust in their partnership. 
and I actually think they're I still think they're gonna go far I think Devin talking about how he can't understand oh Nicole, going off of last week's <laughs> so um funny. Darrell making fun of Nicole <laughs> is goes, so funny goes, no Devin <laughs> you say it did you write it down yes Devin yes. holds her an incredibly <laughs> fit, fit infant fit. <laughs> If I ever got described that way, I'd cry. I wrote that down too. That was like, no offense to Jay's hat comment, but that was the funniest line of the whole show. It was, I it was. paused and went back. Really fit infant killed me. And it was funny too, because it was after a couple drinks at the bar. So, you know, he was just so confused. Side note on Devin is um, Shauna, Sarah and I, before we're talking about how for her birthday, like right at the beginning of quarantine, I actually got her a cameo from from Devin. And he, I told him like in the prompts of like what I wanted him to say in the cameo, um, give her like a quarantine pep talk, tell her how amazing she is, tell her she can get through this thing. This is when we all thought we were going to be in quarantine for two weeks, going back to normal life right after. And um, I think we're going to post it on our Twitter page. So at Reel It In Pod, I believe, is the name yep. of it. Um, it will be yeah. posted tonight um, for anyone who is interested in looking at it. It's Yay. pretty funny. For anyone who needs more quarantine pep talk right now, exactly. as we all do going into yeah. the midst of December, it's a good pick-me-up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, going into the second lockdown that Toronto's had next week. Like For all of our listeners around the world, Toronto it's has been one. in lockdown... <laughs> Forever on lockdown forever. Like there's not one city doing coronavirus lockdown better than Toronto. So <laughs> here we are. Um, okay, let's get back to the challenge. Um, like the actual challenge challenge. I did all my only note from the whole challenge. First of all, as I said to the girls before, I didn't really understand what they were doing. I kind of missed the explanation of the challenge. So all I saw was people like eliminating people, and I was like, sure. I had no idea what they were swimming to get. Apparently the water was extremely cold. And also, apparently, Anissa and Fessy got to choose where everyone's station was. So they stationed all of their friends together so that you could protect each other while going for your enemies or targets or whatever. I thought this challenge was so incredibly confusing to watch. I thought, like, yeah. it just looked like a, like a crowd of people that just looked confused. It made me confused because they were confused, like... No one looked like they knew what they were doing, which made me so lost. I feel like the whole thing was a kind of a mess. And then throughout the mess, there emerged a winner, and I don't know how they won. It didn't feel like an authentic win to me. It kind of no. just felt like more of an awkward scramble where at the end, they were like, okay, who wants to win? And then somehow Anissa and Fessy won. I don't even know how they have that much pull in the house. I have no idea. If someone said that it's better that they win because they've already won and they are whatever it was all i know is that tj extremely called everyone out as he does tj hates politics like all tj cares about is competition he only cares if you try at the competitions and try your hardest and whenever he sees some sort of like political or like conniving move during a challenge or like someone helping each other out he is not there for it that's why he loves Jay. After last season, I feel like he is like 100% Team Jay. That's how you have to earn his respect, is mm-hmm. just by pure power and win. Yeah. Uh, so Wes and Natalie were the first ones out. Do we think Natalie was regretting her decision to stay with Wes at that point? 
I don't think so. I think this game was just so hit or miss. Like, it doesn't really matter who the first team out is because everyone's going to lose unless they're – like, there's only one winner. It's not like yeah. the first team out was going in. Like, it doesn't matter. Ex- exactly. Exactly. There's, there's no, like, big loser that's like, okay, you're automatically going into – do we know what is called the pit? <laughs> still don't know. <laughs> the elimination pit? Do we still not know the pit? The ice pit? I, I actually have no idea. Iceland? The, the freezer? I have no idea. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> freezer. Yeah, let's just uh, let's call it the freezer from now on. <laughs> the funniest part of this elimination for me was Nani saying how her and Kyle don't have any enemies, but they also don't really have any alliances. And then two seconds later, Kyle went to put one of those dynamite things in Darrell's podium, and he was like, "Screw you, Darrell!" <laughs> I was like, "Well, now you have an enemy." Was that smart? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Going back to um, Kyle and Nani. When we were talking about how she was so quick to turn on him, she was also so quick to choose him as a partner in like the first episode. Yeah, she doesn't know. She doesn't know how to make decisions. She just makes a snap decision. I was just gonna say. I was just gonna say, Nani's not that smart. Like, what do you expect? (laughs) She doesn't think things. Not smart. Yeah, so it's not that crazy that she had some regrets right away. In her head, she is like top-notch competitor but i don't like i think she <laughs> sees herself like really like macho like really tough like physically strong like you know like can get through anything like can go to the finals like i don't think anyone else sees her in that way at all i know i feel like fessy was just being nice at like the club scene when she went up to him and was like do you want to be partners and he was like i see your drive i see you always going for it <laughs> but it's like where yeah she goes for it and then gets out probably the episode before the final. Like, yeah. every time. As per usual. <laughs> that yeah. was also sketchy of Nani to say to Fessy, I'm thinking of picking someone else. You're just exposing that your team is weak and you don't trust each other already. I do want to say something quickly about Fessy. Yeah. Because he has been kind of on his high horse and a little cocky. And it's really throwing me off. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. One, but one thing I will say is that. I thought it was really cute how when Mishi did freeze up, they were in the midst of the challenge and Fessy helped him to the side. I thought that I was really that noble yeah. and actually kind of nice, like humanized him a bit. Well, considering... he was a football player. So like, you know, like teamwork makes the dream work type <laughs> mentality. Even though Mishi's not on his team. But... Yeah. Okay. Sportsmanship award. Yes. We'll give yes. that. We'll give the sportsmanship award of this week to Fessy. Yes. But also Fessy is kind of the snake of the week too because he can, he can be he both. also is working with everyone okay you can be both okay let's you just can be both like he's both he double, yeah. he's a double agent it, and i it kind of like balances it, it balances each other out in that like he's a snake but he also did a good thing so like now he's on neutral ground yeah seriously he's a double agent <laughs> he is so far he just a double agent award, which he already got <laughs> he's really killing this theme uh let's get to the club oh i i our favorite scene. Yeah, scenes. let's get to the club also. On, which, again, nothing much happened this week, but a little bit more in the last week. I will say when someone said when Fessy unbuttons his shirt, he actually has a personality. That was also a good line. I forget <laughs> I, who said it. I think Liv said it. Probably. It was a good, good line. I one, thing, one thing that we need to touch on, it doesn't matter when we touch on it, but the confessional looks are actually so ridiculous. They're Fessy all wearing, wearing blazers. A vest and a tie. CT was wearing, wearing a blazer. They must, be, they must have filmed something. It was weird. Yes. Kyle was wearing a 
white turtleneck with a cream blazer. So English. And CT's blazer was too tight on him. <laughs> I thought he lost weight. I was confused. <laughs> they all looked so fancy. And I kept writing that down. In my notes, I wrote, why does Fessy look like he's going to a job interview? And then I wrote, oh my God, CT's wearing a blazer too? What's going on? And then later, Kyle's also wearing a blazer. You know what Kyle looked like? You know when they like in all those like English movies where they like throw the plates in the air and then like shoot them with rifles? <laughs> oh, you know what I'm talking about? maybe he had an audition. Yeah, I actually do know. That's what he looked no, like. No, I, I really, I really think that there must, they must have filmed those confessionals on a night where they were like doing something. Like we'll see in a few episodes if they have some sort of fancy night that they're all like dressed up to go to the like random bar outside of their house. Or whatever the bubble they call it. Or the bubble freezer. <laughs> bubble freezer, whatever the fuck they're calling their club. Um, they're all going to be dressed to the nines just to hang with each other. It's actually I'm funny in. that you m- mentioned like maybe they all dress up one night. Because the only one note that I made on them going to the bubble club or the freezer or the dome or whatever they're calling that thing is <laughs> the that. The dome was an elimination. Oh, true. <laughs> but <laughs> is that Tori showed up in sweatpants. I did notice that. That's I a noticed vibe. that as well. Yeah. Like <laughs> you could tell, like vibe. people were really dressing up, like putting on nice like shoes, Amber and button up like shirts. Tori shows up in gray sweatpants and starts twerking like in the middle of the club. That's the only one note that I took from the whole scene in the club. Got I think it. that's the move. Yes, you who who dresses up anymore? No, none of us are dressing up. It's all about the matching sweatsuit. Right. Also, something I noticed in the club, Nani was grinding up on Josh, which. I mean, now that I'm predicting a lot of these hookups because of Nam and Lolo, which we'll get to, I think maybe one drunken night, Josh and Nani will make out. I'm calling it now. Uh, didn't that, but didn't that, didn't he try to make that happen the first season that they were together on it? Like, not together as a partner, but the first season they worked on together. Persistence is key. He tried and failed. Key. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm going to give it to you. I've, I've been wrong, I think, with most of my predictions. So I'm going to give it to you. Okay. Speaking of Nom and Lolo, Audrey, thoughts? Okay. <laughs> I have many. Um, as we know from uh, the past two weeks of recording this podcast, I have some serious thoughts on Lolo. This week, my thoughts are pretty in line with my last week's thoughts and that she's really annoying. But on top of being annoying is... I've never, ever seen anyone this thirsty in my whole life. (laughs) She really wants it from him. And honestly, everyone thinks he's hot. And if Wes calls another guy hot, you know he genuinely is hot because Wes would never call another guy hot without complimenting himself as well. When she was like, oh, like, this is what you can find under my sweatpants, blah, blah. I was like, first of all, like, I'm going to vomit. Like, she was saying something, like, like she got out of the hot tub and, like, said something along those lines. And I was just like, she oh, is so disgustingly thirsty. I can't with Well, her. she did. She did get yeah. the kiss eventually. I don't it, know. Was, I didn't, didn't see it. Oh, yeah. I didn't see I, it either. I thought it was a cheek. I th- yeah, I, everyone talked about the kiss. But he, I, he actually said something so cute again. Like, he is really cute. Noam said he thinks it's an honor to get kissed by her. He is so precious. We are not worthy. We are. He also had a bag for his belt. We are not worthy. That's just so European of him. Like, I feel like only European men would like travel with individual bags for their belts. Um, Another thought I had from this episode is 
Amber B is really hot. She's got yeah. something going on. Yeah. I know that we we had spoken about Jarrell potentially like hooking up with her, but I did get confirmed that he does in fact have a wife this oh. week. <laughs> Through like one of the challenge fan pages I saw. It was like Jarrell and his beautiful family. So I think I'm gonna just shut my mouth and not ruin a marriage. So <laughs> Yeah, let's go. keep that family together. <laughs> yeah. Our thoughts go out to the whole Darrell family. I don't know his <laughs> what's his last name? I don't know. What is his last name? I don't know. Darrell Smith. I want to say Taylor. Is it Taylor? (gasps) Okay. Darrell Taylor. You're right. Two first names. That's a great last name, actually. Go to his Twitter. His most recent uh, tweet is a picture of him and his son, and it's actually precious. His son is really cute. We should retweet it. Yes, we the young pup. It's yeah, really, everyone, really cool. uh, that'll be retweeted on at Reel It In Pod. That is at Reel It In Pod. Give us a follow. <laughs> His son kind of looks like TJ Henderson from Smart Guy. <gasps> Best show. Oh. He's a smart guy. What happens after the club? Nothing. We already talked about Devin and... Okay, so after the after the club is kind of just, like, there's no other real drama. I think the next kind of item to discuss, what we've all been waiting for, Joseph being one of the worst players I've ever seen in my entire life. I, this is a train wreck. This is a train wreck game. Like, train wreck. First starts off doing 100 crunches. Why are you doing these crunches where everyone's eating in your normal clothes? There's a full <laughs> oh, that gym. Was hilarious. It's <laughs> like hilarious. boys who work out in jeans. Like there's a there's a special place in hell for those kind of people. It's called an attention whore. I don't know why he's doing it. Joseph is an attention whore. And the fact that Leroy or whoever came up to him and he was just like, well, little did they know I'm doing a thousand reps. <laughs> he was like, little did they know. Uh, I think they know you're doing it in front of them. I also don't think he did one single proper crunch the whole time. No. It was kind of just like body gyrations on the floor. Big T said he was doing the walk dance and that was actually pretty funny. Because it did (laughs) look like that exactly. So then Joseph goes around the house and tells everyone to vote him. I couldn't tell if this was smart or dumb. I couldn't tell if he knew his card was up and so he would just throw himself in or if he was putting himself in unnecessarily. It was so weird. He was just putting himself in unnecessarily and then told everyone to vote for him, but then was like, don't make me the house vote. Get Fessy and Anissa to choose me. (laughs) They're like, no, that's not how it works. Like, what are you talking about? I feel like he realized- Melting into the couch. Big T hated it. I feel like he just realized he made a bad decision. So he tried to cop out and it didn't work in his favor at all. Yeah, I don't know yeah, if this was a power move or just like an idiot move. Idiot, because, for sure idiot move. Yeah. I don't know if he was yeah, thinking sure he actually, do you think he, he thought in his head that he stood a chance of actually beating someone? No, I think he realized that he hated being there. He realized <laughs> he was on the wrong show. Yeah. He does like, not want to be there. Zero friends, did not want to be there and was like, this is my out. I'm just going to like do what I think is right. But it ended up being like a really, really, really sad way to leave the show. Like just like I left hear, the worst mark. Joseph, this message goes out to you. I hear the Masked Singer is casting for season <laughs> five. I would suggest moving on to a show like that. Hashtag Joseph, stay in your lane. Like, you, this, this wasn't right for you. This wasn't the right move. And I don't think he's going to be getting it. a call back. 
<laughs> Let's get into maybe how we think the votes went and kind of why we think Bessie and Issa chose who they chose for to throw in for not the house vote. I think there's playing a scared game as well. I think they were pissed when everyone didn't 100%. vote Wes and Anissa because they didn't want to have to say their names again. And so they were nervous to see the results that they that it was Big T and Joseph because that meant they would have to do more dirty work. Another thing I was surprised about is that Fessy said that he would jump into any elimination that he knew was physical. And, like, you knew this one would be a physical one. Yeah, there's look, no strategy know that? Yes. No, but, like, he saw the dome or the freezer or whatever we're calling it. Yeah, so in the freezer, he would have known that it was, like, the classic, like, take the stick away from each other game or whatever oh, they call it. 100%. Like, when he was, like, this isn't a hall brawl. And this isn't like oh yeah, whatever. it was it was a it was circle exactly on that. the ground. It was a circle a- on the ground stick. Yeah, like, <laughs> he said right before that too. If it's a physical elimination, I will throw myself in. Yeah. Also, how many more chances are you going to get to throw yourself in, Fessy? You're going against Joseph. This is a classic Jenny going against. What was that girl's name? Jen, who looked like the alien? Oh, yeah, Jen. (laughs) This is a classic Jenny going against Jen and winning and getting right to the final by doing so. Fessy had that exact same chance. Yeah, yeah. TJ was clearly pissed. TJ was pissed. I was going to say TJ TJ only wants people to step up and compete in every sense of the word, in the challenges, in the freezer, everywhere. He just wants you to step up and compete in the fridge as well. (laughs) Okay, so we saw that some people went against their kind of alliance, the Fessy and Anissa alliance, I guess, and they saw that Kyle lied, and that was Fessy's kind of motivation to throw him in. Do we think that Fessy did this because of something about like he maybe felt Kyle could get out and then Nani would choose him like do you think he did this also as the ulterior motive knowing that Nani wanted to be his partner that's a really good thought I didn't think about that at all I thought Fessy was just playing a scared game because he didn't want to call out Wes and so he needed an excuse to call it a different team but that's a that's an interesting take I love that theory I think that's I mean I don't know if he actually is smart enough to think that way to be honest Oh, whoa. Did I just, like, outsmart all the challengers with that thought? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> You're giving Fessy too much credit. Came to mind. Yeah, I did. Okay, well, that was what my mind went to, but um, it obviously didn't work out like that anyways. Um, and I have to give a disclaimer to all of those listening. Um, my girl Audrey actually did warn me before this episode that there was, um, this was, was, as I called one of the puke episodes, I am... Um, as a disclaimer to, for all the fans, I'm very, very, very terrified of seeing people throw up. So I did not watch any of the final challenge. I had to skip over to see who won, um, which I regret. So I'm going to stay out of the conversation for a few seconds while my girls kind of debrief <laughs> what happened in the freezer. Let's hear it. <laughs> there wasn't um, much other than, uh, what's his name? Joseph? Joseph licked mustard before because apparently it helps with your muscles or something and that was the weirdest flex I've ever seen on the challenge honestly Joseph in this challenge Joseph looked like when you are a little kid and you like are sitting on your dad's leg and you are just like trying to hold on to it because you don't want to go while your dad's like walking around the kitchen with you on his leg like that is what Joseph looked like and it Shauna you missed out on absolutely nothing like I'm sure you could imagine exactly how the elimination went so yeah, how he just many looks rounds, like a rag doll yeah how many rounds did each of them win 
or like did Kyle, Kyle just went all oh okay yeah that's kind of what I thought so why did Kyle throw up okay so apparently Kyle threw up because they go to the club the night before that's what Mara said my sister <laughs> said that he was just hung over so apparently he was just really hung over he probably didn't expect to go in the challenge he probably drank so much he puked and then he was like okay who wants to drink some more beers he made a it joke also out of it. wasn't blood like he puked and then someone was like oh he's puking blood and then someone else was like oh was that looks like yeah like soup or something like Nani was like it, it was his dinner oh, they, okay then no regrets skipping over this challenge I think that I got what I needed out of that explanation and I'm glad that I uh that I didn't see it um the way they edited it really made it seem like a medical emergency but oh speaking of medical emergencies Mishi. We have talked about <laughs> I'm surprised that they focused on Kyle's fake hangover puke as opposed to Mishi's actual medical emergency. Mishi of freezing up in the water, getting carried out of the challenge, and then never being spoken about again. Disappearing completely. Is he, he still in the show? Gets, we don't know. <laughs> we'll see if he's there next episode. There's no mention of it. No one. My question is, they spend so long editing this show to make it seem like this crazy spy thing. They're spending, everyone's glitching, and they can't think to pull this guy out of the freezing cold water and then let us know if he's even alive? Like, don't even pan to him once. Like, we're invested though with Mishi. Like, we're, I'm, <laughs> I'm probably one of the only people who watched that season of X on the Beach. Like, I actually know him quite well. <laughs> I want to see, I'm invested. Yeah, not gonna lie, I'm not, very, know. Like, I'm not very invested in Mishi, so he could leave, he could stay. Doesn't really affect me. It's fair to not be invested in Michi. I probably shouldn't even say that out loud. It's kind of embarrassing. I'm honestly only invested in Michi after this episode. <laughs> like, <laughs> like when, he disappeared. Where is Michi? Many of our fans, yeah, do any of our fans that are listening maybe have any intel on where Michi is, if he's okay <laughs> today, if we've heard from him? Yeah. Blink twice if, you, blink twice if yeah, you're okay. Yeah, Mishi, if you hear this, can you please tweet us at ReliedInPod, at ReliedInPod. Thank you. Mishi, if you would like to call my cell phone number, it is 416. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> okay, so we see Kyle take the win and then take Cam. Do we think this is the most random move? I don't think it's that or random. That I think it's... Yeah. I think it's kind of smart. He's infiltrating the biggest alliance that there is right now, and Cam is clearly at the head of that. She had the ability to send CD home. Why not get with the girl that has the ability to send other people home, too? If you can't choose... I don't know. I was going to say, if you can't choose Anissa, but then I was like, no. <laughs> he wouldn't choose Anissa. <laughs> yeah, like, either way, you wouldn't choose Anissa. <laughs> Who else could, would Kyle have chosen? Um, Who would have been a smarter decision for Kyle to choose? Maybe Tori. Tori! Tori! Um, I Is he friends with they put in, They didn't put enough of an emphasis on Tori and Corey, Team Cortor. Because I feel like they... I mean, this challenge was hard to put an emphasis on anyone. There was so I much going on. on. Yeah. I'm saying Tori in that challenge just looked so confused. Like, I feel like every time the camera panned to her, she was holding one of these sticks and just didn't know where she was going. Yeah, we were all confused. I mean, we're all behind her <laughs> on that one. So I think it was kind of smart for him to choose Cam out of everyone that is up there. There isn't really, like, yeah, there isn't, I like, a Laurel or... I guess Nicole's pretty I guess there's strong. Nicole, I was going to say, but... I think Cam is good because she... Devin is part of his alliance. Yes, he's going to be aligned with Nicole anyway, and I think that Cam 
is strong and has a lot of connections. So it is kind of the um, obvious choice. I think actually the only person that would have been smart besides Cam would have been Casey. Because Casey's in that alliance and is also really oh, like, true. strong. Yeah, okay, I yeah. can see that. But yeah, then is he pissing off Leroy by getting rid of Leroy's partner? And then that would yeah. kind of create a divide in that. So maybe Cam True. is the better decision in that sense. Maybe Kyle's smarter than we all thought. Because I didn't even think about that move being that smart. And now that I think about it, it probably was the best move he could have made. Get Noni off his back, even though he knew Noni would have tried to throw them in the next time to get rid of him. And now Noni gets what she wants to be. She got what she wanted. She is happy to be with Josh, which I don't know why. why? I don't know why Her anyone best celebrated. Friend, Josh. She celebrated so hard. She sellied to be Her with Josh. Best like, friend, Josh. Okay, yeah. Nani. It seems like it was a good move for Cam and Kyle mostly. Kyle gained a stronger partner. Cam doesn't have to be with the biggest weenie in the house. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> like <laughs> Nani and Nani and Josh can go do their best friend bullshit that they want to do, and or Sarah, as Sarah said, they can go actually um, be together up. because that's I think, her prediction. Yeah. They can hook up. I think I'm they're going to and hooking up. Team mentality. Why not? Ew. I think <laughs> we know who locked out the most in all of this is Big T. Big T. And who? I thought it was so cute that CT was so happy, or at least acting that way. And that he was really embracing her. And that's why if I was Natalie, I would have picked CT. Because I feel like in a partnership, CT's always hyping up whoever he's with. Whether it was like Kara when she broke her arm and he was like, let's do this, Kara. Like, let's win. Remember Adam? He was hyping up Adam the entire time they were in Rivals. CT is a really good partner. See, the thing is, I agree that he's a good partner. However, I don't think partners really matter that much in this game. Because it's not like... If Big T goes home, he's gonna go home. Like, yeah, yeah they know the, that. Yeah, but in the daily like challenges, the, he will really help yeah. her out. Like, he'll be a really good support yeah. system as opposed to I think so too. Joseph. I, I think they were friendly. He was always friendly with like the Big T crew. I guess he got out pretty early in the last season, but um, you know, Big T was backed by the the best. Like, she had Johnny on her side. She had. Um, some of the other big players on her side just because they thought she was hilarious. I don't know if it was to make fun of her. I think they just really liked her company. And yeah, whether CT's lying or not, he has a partner at least and he's happy that he doesn't have to go home. That's really what it is because I don't think you can be the rogue agent more than one week. I, I made that up. I actually have no idea. I don't think you can either, but I guess this cancels out our Redemption House theory. Yeah. Oh yeah, everyone who listened to our last episode, no Redemption House. We were wrong. <laughs> Oh, we still don't really nice. understand how the nice. game works, but actually it's so funny. My friend messaged me like, what do these skulls mean? What does anything mean? I'm like, I actually don't know right now either. Still don't know. Still, still don't, don't know. know. The 10 skulls beats me. To be announced. Me. So what do we think just going forward? Who do we think is like a scare- the scaredest game? Who do we think is playing the most courageous game? And who do we think that Amber M is going to make out with first, Mishi or Anissa? For sure, Mishi. Oh. Well, that means Mishi is still alive and kicking oh, somewhere. Oh, yes. I hope she makes out with Mishi soon so we know that he's okay. <laughs> He'll revive <laughs> he's at the club. By now. <laughs> I think for sure Fessy's playing the scaredest game. How do you, go in, how do you win two challenges? 
have the opportunity to throw yourself in twice and not take it, especially in this school situation. Against Joseph. Joseph. Against the probably one of the weaker guys in the house other than Mishi is probably like the second week. Like it was such a dumb move by Fessy and Fessy is so overconfident right now. I actually don't like him. When TJ makes you question your decision, you know you fucked up. Yeah, when you're shamed by TJ, who's always right and the voice of reason, then you know you were wrong. Think Another person playing a bit of a scared game that you wouldn't expect from him is Wes. Did you see when he tried to get himself in the Corey Nelson Fessy alliance and he started by saying, I'll be the janitor. And all of a sudden it was like, I'll be the CEO and make all the decisions. I hate to see it just because those are the people that when we started watching the show, like they were they were goals, you know, like Wes, CT, Evan, Kenny, like that whole crew that seeing them have to like pry their way into these like, the meaning, like, like annoying, like into team young buck. Like it's just <laughs> sad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you guys are so butthurt that Corey is making a name for himself on this show. Let someone else come in. You guys have no, you're not open-minded at all to new rookies. I Corey love Jay. Not I love Nom. I love Jay. Okay, okay he, fine. Shauna, I do give Corey this. I'm glad, like, if I had to pick between him, Hunter, and Nelson, 100% I would choose Corey. 100%. Yes. He's okay. the best one. Of course. He's leading course. Team Young Buck, of course. There's no question. Of course, Nelson is not. Scubanelli's not leading Team Young Buck. Scubinelli. We obviously know that. Another thing about um, nicknames is when Big T was talking about uh, like how Joseph wanted to go in so that, you know, like she could kind of push for him to go in so that he could go home and she could get a different partner. She also called herself double O Big T. Everyone's got a nickname. So Everyone has a, a spy nickname. <laughs> yeah. So maybe, maybe, her and, uh, maybe her and double Nelly T will partner up in the future. And have little double O Nelly babies. I was going to say, not a strong team. Not a strong team. Like, debatably as bad as he has it now. So, (laughs) do we think Nelson's going to make it far? No. No. Absolutely (laughs) not. Don't get us wrong. Just Corey. No Nelson. Just Corey. Do we want to predict who we think will, I know we don't know the challenge, but maybe who will be the double agent next episode? Yeah, Yeah, let's do that. I'm going to say Jay and Teresa. I think it's their time to show that they're a strong team and I back them. I mean, there's one thing. I just really hope it's not a Nessie. Oh, my God. Anissa. Anissa. <laughs> it could very well be Kortor, team Kortor. I was going to say Kortor, but also it depends on what type of challenge it is. Again, I missed scenes for the next episode, but I am hoping – Corey and Tori kind of do something. They have been a bit too in the background. I think they could win too because they're part of the Anissa and Fessy alliance. And so maybe Anissa and Fessy want to give someone else the opportunity mm-hmm. to make a big gameplay. Ruffle do some you feathers. Guys think if Corey and Tori go in, like they become the double agents and they are able to see everyone who's voted in the house vote, do you think that they would make some kind of agreement with Anissa and Fessy to keep it amongst the four of them? Or do you think they'll start to tell it to other people? I think they would keep it between the four of them. I feel like the moment you tell everyone, you lose any sort of advantage that you have in that position. So it's, it's, and it would be an advantage to their alliance 
take, I mean, obviously keep winning, but then to also know that you can see that information. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of Fresh Meat too. You know, when the elimination was the exile and people had no idea what was in exile. And so you come back and tell your alliance Mm -hmm. what the exile looks like. I feel like it's that same sort of situation where you tell your alliance who's lying to you and who isn't. And then you go from there. Yeah, so I guess that's where it boils down to politics. Like you need to be on the right side. For sure. I think that the game is going to get a lot more um, intense as we go along. And I think that the Fessy kind of whole alliance, it, it seems like they are stronger than like whatever Wes and Devin alliance there is, or Kyle, I guess, Rogue alliance. But I think the Fessy one is just going to come on top. It's their time. I hate to say it, girls. It's a new era. <laughs> well, I guess we'll see. I we mean, I didn't see. even put together that um, Anissa and Tori were so close. That's like the powerhouse, those two teams. It's true. Core four. Truly. Poor Nelson. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Nelson. Poor Scuba Nelly T. Scuba Nelly. (laughs) Well, that's it. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And find us on Twitter, at Pod. That's at Pod. And you can also find us on SoundCloud, Realidin, and Spotify. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Have a great week. Thanks, guys. Uh